Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Ramona from Ohio shared an awesome drawing. Great stuff, Ramona. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a dream fairy who can walk in the dream world and inside the dreams of others. Thanks for listening, Ramona. And Eddie from Paikarkariki, New Zealand shared some awesome drawings. Love those, Eddie. I think if you were a character from the stories, you'd be a good bizzard with a magical surfboard. Thanks for listening, Eddie. Today's episode is titled Time's Up, Part 2. After double-crossing the cave trolls, the bizzards returned to their camp in the southern swamps with the fabled magical clock, which, in the huge hands of a bizzard, was as small as a pocket watch. Once the bizzards all reached their camp, they started right away tapping into the magic of the clock. Table after table was set up in the walls of their camp, each one filled with potions and powders and books. Grumble placed the magical clock on the table right next to his crystal ball. Other bizzards would periodically step up and hand Grumble books opened up to a specific page for him to read, or hand him potions or liquids. He worked quickly to craft a device that would compel the magic clock and crystal ball to work together. It took a full day of nonstop work to finally figure out how to get the two magical items to work together. Finally, the other bizzards crowded around Grumble and the artifacts on the table. He swirled his hairy bizzard hands over and around the crystal ball. The ball glowed, and an image appeared within. It was the Valley Town Dojo. Momo and the other ninjas were training just like they did most days. Grumble gently turned a knob on the magical clock. And a little more. And a little more. The clock hummed gently. Nothing's happening, said one of the other bizzards. Grumble scowled at him. It's working just fine. From this distance, it has to work slowly. So now... We just have to wait. Bizzards were not good at waiting. But being able to see the ninjas right there in the crystal ball and having the fabled clock within the walls of their camp made it much more real. It was a reminder of all that was possible now. Once they aged a few dojos, they would be able to sweep into the valley and take over. And in the days following their experiments, the bizzards' plan worked. The ninjas of Valley Town grew sluggish. Their muscles ached. Wrinkles formed on their faces. They thought perhaps a mild flu was going through the dojo. Until an old friend stopped by. Old Witch Tubes was checking and picking up her weekly supply of cat food from the ninjas. They still helped out feeding many of the animals there on Tubes' farm. She stood waiting for Bulis to fetch the cat food from the shed. Looking at the rest of the ninjas, she could tell something was amiss. Momo, now when did you go gray? she asked. The ninja master's beard and sideburns were mostly gray and white, where just a few days ago they were jet black. Momo furrowed his eyebrows a bit confused. Gray? Gray where? he asked. He ran his hands through his hair and beard, wondering if he was the butt of a joke. To be fair, there weren't many mirrors there at the dojo, and Master Momo wasn't known to spend too long checking himself out. 
The other ninjas now looked a bit closer at Momo, realizing that he had gone mostly gray without them noticing. Did you all not notice? asked Tubes. And why do you all look so tired and... old? The ninjas had no good answer for Tubes. They examined themselves and each other, realizing that perhaps this was more than the flu. They looked older. Their bodies felt more sore than normal, and their faces all clearly showed age. What's happening to us? wondered Tatiana out loud. This is quite strange indeed, as it coincides with recent reports from the Southern Swamps Dojo that they were experiencing the same effects, said Tubes. Tatiana Bulis, you two go to the academy and recruit a few young adventurers to explore the areas around each dojo. See if they can find any clues close by, said Tubes. The ninjas all then looked around suspiciously, wondering if the person responsible for this was right under their nose. And if anyone knows of some other heroes nearby, we're going to need help if the southern swamps and valley town dojos are out of commission, Tubes added. Um, those two brothers are around, said Tim. What two brothers? asked Tubes. I don't know, said Tim. They're always at Hooper's when they're around, and one of them is like a lion or something. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. One of them is a dragon, and the other one turns into a lion or something. I don't know. Yeah, they eat goofballs like it's their job, added Ray. Well, then you two head over to Hooper's and see if you can recruit them to help out, Tubes said. Once you four are done with that, come back to the rock fields. Momo, Ben Ben, you two come with me now and we can get started testing out treatments. Be quick about it. Let's go. The ninjas all scrambled to follow Tubes's instructions. Ben Ben and Momo went with Tubes back to the rock fields. Bulis and Tatiana headed off to the academy, and Tim and Ray sped on their scooters west to Hooper's Goofballs. The End Thanks for listening, friends. Click the link in the show notes to visit the Kids Stories Podcast YouTube channel. There are new coloring videos, and you can see how to download some free Bizzard coloring pages. Adios!